I'm Daniel. And I'm Hannah. And we're massive Disney fans. So we've decided to start a podcast where we'll be re-watching some of our favorite movies. As well as reviewing new releases as they come out in theaters and on Disney+. Plus. So pull up a chair and come with us as we experience the magic of Disney. Hi, Daniel. Hi, Hannah. What's up? How are you? Um, I'm doing well. I was able to get off work early. I convinced my manager to let me off. Ooh, nice. So feeling good. Um, How about you? How's it going? Oh, I'm good. Um, Nothing really is going on. I have some stuff to do for classes that I'm going to do right after we finish this recording. Perfect. Good thing is it's three hours behind. Right. It's only 7.30 here. It's like 10.30 for you. Is um, the sun still up a little bit or is it set? It's set, but it's still bright out, right? Yeah. Like it's still, light enough. Here. It's still oh. light enough to see. Like I wouldn't go outside alone right now, but yeah. it's light enough to see. Gotcha. A lot happened this week, like in terms of Disney. A lot happened this week? A lot happened. It's the Emmys right now. The Emmys are, like, mm-hmm. currently going on at this very moment as we're talking. Right. Um, I am getting updates on my phone. So, um, last, two nights ago, on Friday, the first part of the Emmys happened, and that was all the smaller categories. Okay. Um, and two Disney shows won. Um... Forky asks a question, what is love? One for best animated short of a movie. And okay, cool. the Mandalorian won five Emmys all in a creative Whoa. all in a creative category. So outstanding special visual effects, outstanding cinematography for a single camera series, outstanding sound mixing, outstanding sound editing and outstanding production design wow oh and one more outstanding music composition and outstanding stunt coordination that's six that's seven, cool seven emmys seven and Melvin had 15 nominations including outstanding drama series um outstanding okay. drama series has not been announced currently um, but I will get a notification when it does, and we'll see. Well, fingers crossed, yes. I'm interested to see what's gonna happen. Yeah, but now that, um, now that Disney Plus has opened, there's, like, a bunch of shows that can now be nominated for a Primetime Emmy Awards. Right. Because Disney only does the Daytime Emmy Awards, which aren't really as big of a deal mm-hmm. as Primetime Emmys. Gotcha. All right. Well, this week we watched the live action of 101 Dalmatians. We did. And I have to say, I loved it. It was so refreshing to see oh. some good acting. <laughs> from last week's terrible From movie. last week's, from like our last live action movie, which was Camp Rock. Right. Like, it is so nice. It's been a while. Wow. Yeah, it has. Um, this is episode, this will be episode eight, so which means we've been doing this for eight weeks, Hannah. That's insane. So let's just 
let's get right into it. I was trying to think of like more current events that happened this week. I feel like it was big for Disney. Oh, well, I was excited to see that Once Upon a Time was put on Disney Plus. Yes, finally. I love that. I really love that show. I've seen it like three times. It's so good. Um Oh, I read somewhere. Okay, sorry to get like off topic right away. Um, <laughs> but you know how Epcot's doing that new the new Epcot? Yeah. So apparently the Mary Poppins ride and the um redoing of Spaceship Earth was postponed. It was, yeah. Why? What happened? I think during the whole quarantine, they had, well, one, they had to stop construction because they couldn't have the workers come. Um, so they, one, are so behind. And two, I think they just lost a lot of money from not being open. I think it really did take a toll on them having to close for, what, four, three, four months? I mean, they closed March 15th and opened July 11th. So mm-hmm. April, May, June, yeah, four months. Crazy. I mean, and I mean, I know they're like, I don't even know, like, a, how much are they worth? Like, billions of dollars? Let's look it up. How much of Disney's income, though, comes from the parks? See, that's a good question. And I have a feeling it is a lot. And with the fact that Mulan couldn't be released in the- theaters, that took a toll. Because that movie, I don't know how much money went to that movie, but I know a lot of money went to that movie. Walt Disney's they're net worth is $1 billion. Disney Company okay. Network. Okay, here we go. As of February 2020, the current value of the Walt Disney Company is about $141 per share. 130 million times 141 equals 18,033 billion. Wow. So that's how much Disney is worth. Um, I have zero idea how much of that comes in from the parks, but... I guess a lot of it does. I have a feeling a lot of it does. They have, oh my god, one, two, three, four, five, six parks internationally, including. Um, And, I mean, what thousands of people, before coronavirus, thousands of people came every day. So to lose all of that for four months, I'm sure it, it was detrimental to the company. I mean, definitely, it wasn't like a little dent, but... Yeah. So I think that's honestly why they had to halt a lot of construction. And I don't think they're stopping it indefinitely, but... No, yeah, it said postponed, can... which means it's still gonna happen. Yeah. Um, I was upset when someone's, like, the Mary Poppins ride was cancelled. I'm like, no, they wouldn't cancel Mary Poppins. Oh, no, I don't think they would. And um, they put so much work into it, and, you know shared about it that i feel they couldn't just take it all back now yeah so yeah okay let's get into the cast of 101 dalmatians um so if you haven't seen this movie yet again as always before you listen to this um Hannah and I watched the 101 Dalmatians live-action remake that came out in 1996. So, the cast is as Krell DeVille, Glenn Close, Jolie Richardson as Anita, Jeff Daniels as Roger, Joan Plowright as Nanny, 
Hugh Laurie as Jasper, Mark Williams as Horace, Tim McInerney as Alonzo, and John Shrapnel as Skinner. Um, yeah. <laughs> Which is a very small cast. It is a small cast. But the majority of it was dogs. Yeah. And, and not animated lot. dogs, like the Lion King animated. Um, real dogs. Real dogs. Yep. Adorable. So is are any of these actors, actresses in anything else? Oh, 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 yes. Oh my god. Um, Glenn Close is Kala in Tarzan. That's um Tarzan's mother. Okay. Jeff Daniels lot of things. He's most known for a movie called Dumb and Dumber. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if he's in any other Disney. He's in Because of Win Dixie, which is on Disney Plus, okay. but I don't know if it's a Disney movie. Um, maybe it's Twenty First Century Fox. I I don't know. Because I mean, if it's on Disney Plus, they've had to acquire it in some. Yeah, off the top of my head, all I know is Glenn Close is also in Tarzan. Gotcha. Yeah. I knew that. And for anyone who doesn't know who Glenn Close is, he is known for... What is she known for? Is she known for Fatal Attraction? I don't know. I think she's known for a movie called Fatal Attraction. Um, which came out in the 80s. Mm. Okay. Interesting. Oh, she's also in Guardians of the Galaxy. Really? Wait, I didn't know this. I'm looking at her IMDb page right now. Um, let's find out who she is. She is Irani Rail. Um, I don't know what that means or who that is. Yeah. Um but, awkward. Yeah, no, I if you look up Guardians of the Galaxy, Glenn Close, she is one hundred percent definitely in it. Interesting. She's like that. the captain of, commander of some army. Huh. I don't remember the plot to Guardians at all, so I could not tell you who oh, she yeah. is. It's been a while. But we can post a picture of her and Guardians on Instagram when we post the release of this episode. Perfect. By the way, follow us on Instagram. Yes, uh, DisneyTalk underscore H-N-D. That's the letter N. The letter N. Um, wow, that was kind of fun. That was fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry to interrupt. I just got a notification saying Zendaya won the Emmy for Outstanding Lead Actress in a Drama Series, Euphoria. Oh, love it. Love so, it. Let's go, Zendaya. Oh, lo I, oh, Zendaya, I love her so I love much. Zendaya. She's an icon. Shake It Up was like my first Disney Channel show. I want to watch it again. I mean, it's on Disney Plus. Plus. Yep, we'll watch it okay. again. Um, uh, do you want to get into some facts? Should we do the plot first? Oh, oh my god, I totally forgot. Yeah. Right. Um, the plot to Hundred One Dalmatians is similar to the movie, except similar to the original nineteen sixty one movie, except for the setting. So the setting takes place in. Modern Times, or Modern Times for the movie, 1996. Roger is a video game designer, and Anita is a fashion designer working for Corella DeVille, who is the head of her own fashion company. 
Roger and Anita meet at the park with both their Dalmatians after Roger thinks Anita's dog is his dog. The dogs fall in love, and shortly after, so do they, and they get married, and find out that they're having puppies. And Cruella loves fur. She lives for fur. So... <laughs> Please hold for sirens. So when the puppies are born, Cruella goes to Roger and, and Anita's place to purchase the puppies, but Roger and Anita say they're not for sale. So Cruella comes up with a plan to steal the puppies as well as 87 others to have a total of 99 Dalmatians that she plans on making a beautiful fur coat out of. Insane. And in case you're wondering, the other two Dalmatians are Pongo and Pergi. Yeah, a lot of people, Yeah, a lot of people are like, I just watched 101 Dalmatians. There were only 99. I'm like, you're forgetting about the parents. <laughs> Obviously. Come on, math. Let's go. Yeah. Um. Okay, so now we can get into some fun facts. Okay, perfect. So, actually, can you guess how many... Pup, uh, Dalmatians they used for this? Did they use 101? No. They used more? way more. Way more. What? Okay. Part of me while watching the movie, before I watched it, I was like, are they going to actually use 101 dogs? Or are they going to do like what they did in Star Wars and just kind of use one dog and just clone all the others? But then they would all look the same and not have different spots. So I was very, very curious. So please tell me. Okay. So. This is on IMDb, but it says that they used 250 Dalmatians during filming. What? Yeah. I mean, I guess that makes sense because dogs grow fast and they all need to look right. the same size. But like... Like they had all the babies. How did... Oh. They had... We only saw one baby though. No, we didn't. That's all, not true. all like nestled in her little. That's not true. Okay, is this just Dalmatians or dogs? This is just Dalmatians. Just Dalmatians. Two hundred Dalmatians. Because there's that scene outside of the wedding. There's like a part up. Uh, the lot is full of dogs. Yeah. So I can't even imagine how many dogs they had on set. I wish I was there. What? Yeah. Crazy, right? Because like I would say like the dogs grew up fast and they just replaced the character, but like. Dipstick is a very unique character because he's got the, just the black, the black tail. So right, like, yeah. is that just makeup? Ooh, I don't know if they could even, they like spray paint it. But that's not safe for the dog. They're, See, that's uh, why, yeah. There I don't is think something to like coat the fur. It's like totally. It's like hair dye for dogs. Yeah. People dye their dogs all the time. It's really odd. I don't. I've never done that. <laughs> Neither have I, but... Okay, for the record. <laughs> you see those pictures. <laughs> um, okay, what's next? Okay, so apparently when Glenn Close was appearing on set as Cruella in full makeup, wig, everything, costume, one of the dogs that was playing Purdy repeatedly tried to sneak away. <laughs> so apparently she was scary to the dogs in real life, too. Wait, one of the dogs playing Purdy? Yeah. 
which Only means one of them. multiple dogs played Purdy. Dogs played Purdy, which means, but why doesn't Purdy look different in every scene? See, that's why they had to do like some major casting calls here or something to make all the dogs look alike. I'm. <laughs> I mean, you never know. Editing can do a lot. I... So. A lot of actors, once they get into costume and hair and makeup, they just kind of become the character. That's so um, she, cool. she No, and she was like, yeah, some of the dogs don't really like me <laughs> when I'm in the wig. Not surprised, though. I'm not she either. Is there anything they else? They did a really good job with her. They did. She's oh. amazing. Is there anything else? Oh, yeah. Okay, so... Glenn Close insisted on wearing fake fur coats, which, thank you. Were they ever considering not wearing fake? Apparently they were. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Okay, continue. Um, let's see. There's always a veterinarian on set. Well, there's always, like, a nurse on set, too. Yeah. That's... Um, Glenn Close is allergic to tobacco, so she smoked herbal cigarettes throughout the whole movie. That's... An amazing fun fact. <laughs> Glenn Close is allergic to tobacco, everyone. Surprise. Um, we are getting closer to finding out who won best drama. I keep getting alerts for best writing for drama and best directing for drama. So Ooh, I think. Wait a minute, what? This movie is rated G? This movie is rated G, and so is the second one. Yeah, and Black Cauldron was rated PG. I'm surprised. I'm actually not. I mean, really? There's what? no language what? in it. Yeah, but there's like, no bad language, and it's not that I mean, it's not that scary. I don't know. I feel like the whole thing with trying to kill dogs. I don't know. We don't see any blood, so. I guess so. Um. Wow. I'm actually surprised at that. And apparently Tim Burton was considered to direct this movie, but... Oh, I would I don't love to see it. that. Who did direct this? Uh, this was directed by Stephen Herrick. Let's see what else he has done. We should get into the habit of looking up, the, telling everyone who directed it. Right, we should. That's yeah. kind of... <laughs> How do you spell Herrick? H-E-R-E-K. Oh, not how I thought. Okay. Stephen Herrick also directed Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and The Mighty Ducks. Okay. As well as a bunch of others. I just am naming the things everyone knows. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, Hopefully I'm sure there's everyone knows. more stuff that people don't know. Yeah. Um, all right. All right. Let's Get into our notes. Give me a second, though, and let me pull up the movie. Okay. Because I didn't prepare ahead of time. I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> I don't have a lot of notes. I got, like, three quarters of a page. Okay. About same. So, what's your first note? Oh, so I noticed um, in the beginning credits that this movie was produced and the screenplay is by John Hughes. And Do you know who that is? John Hughes. He was a very popular movie director and filmmaker in the 80s. Oh, I don't. Uh, so he's done okay. the, Breakfast, the Breakfast Club, 
16 Candles. Oh, yeah. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Pretty in Pink. I think he did Dirty Dancing. I'm he, not... did, he did Home Alone. He did Home Alone, correct. Um, Vacation. So yeah, really well known from the he, 80s. Vacation. Dennis the Menace. Uh, yep. Great Outdoors. Oh, my God. The Beethoven movie with the dog. That's Vacation, Hannah. National Lampoon what? is... National Lampoon's Vacation is the company that made Lit Vacation. Oh, um, I see. I see. Um, National Lampoon is like a comedy magazine that yeah. made their first movie um, with Vacation. It like blew up. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. There are five Beethoven movies. Never there mind. Are five Beethoven movies? No, there's six. Oh, wow. That's even more. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, he's cool. That was my first note. Um, yeah, I didn't know that. Um, I don't know a lot of directors and filmmakers. My first I note. I really only know him because, like, my mom. <laughs> oh, yeah. My parents don't know movie people. My first note is that it's just, it's modern day. I honestly thought it would be the 60s, like the original movie. That was right. a surprise to me. I really liked it. Um, also, Jeff Daniels is in it. I didn't know Jeff Daniels was going to be in it. Oh. I have seen Jeff right. Daniels in person. <laughs> That's cool. That's kind of a flex. By the way, yeah. He was in, he was Atticus Finch in How to Kill a Mockingbird on Broadway. Uh-huh. Which, um, a bunch of s- schools in Maryland were invited to go see a live reading of it at the Library of Congress about two years ago. That's interesting. And our school got to go. So. That's fun. I got to see him do a live reading, yeah. It was really cool. And I didn't, like, make the connection when watching this movie that it was Jeff Daniels until... It was just kind of killing me for a while, and I looked it up. <laughs> wow. Impressed. Okay. Um, after That's my humble brag for the episode. <laughs> humble brag. Hashtag humble brag. It's a good hashtag. Yeah. Um, what's, your fir- what's your next note? Uh, four minutes and 50 seconds. <laughs> what? Same. Same. Okay. We have the so, same note. So you're... The video game yep. is... Yep. So Roger's um, profession is a video game designer. And he's made a game about a Dalmatian who is trying to beat the dog catcher. And the Dalmatian mm-hmm. is just the Dalmatian from the original movie. Yeah. It's basically just... Popular. And I'm pretty sure, not to like spoil the movie... But I am 90% sure that the end result for his video game is a real video game. Oh, really? I tried looking it up, and I didn't get anything. But mm-hmm. I it has to be real. Interesting. Because there was a lot of One Under One Dalmatians stuff when that movie came out. There's a new TV show. There's a new TV show? Yeah, there's a new TV show. Um, but when I look up video game, I get seven options, and I don't know. Escape from Devil Manor. I I guess it's that one. When did that one, when was that one released? 
97. So that one was released right after the move this movie came out. So I don't know. I don't know, but it looks really real and it looks really fun. Mhm. Mm Sorry. I've got people texting me about homework. You're fine. <laughs> okay. Back to it. Um Wow. We're already on the same page with the same first note. We have a lot of the same notes, I I hope. I'm sure we do. My next note is it's such an important line when Roger first shows the video game to the kid and the kid says, you don't have a good villain. Mm -hmm. It's such an important line when he talks about the villain because if he didn't say this, this movie would be bad. Yeah. Um, he That's said, really here, let me play for you what the kid says. What if there were a better villain? No, someone you could really hate. It's not hatred that's important to desire to annihilate. So that's just like such an important line because yeah. right after we hear that line, right after we hear that line, we meet Corel Deville for the first time, which is mm -hmm. like amazing setup, but also like it tells the audience like this is how you're supposed to think about Corella. Right, you're yeah, supposed to like exactly. already know about her, being like, "I hate her." It's a very profound thought for the kid. Yeah, um, <laughs> no, definitely. She doesn't, Corella Deville. She doesn't need a reason to be evil because the movie has set it up so that she is just evil. You just and know, yeah. Yeah, which is unlike the Black Cauldron. There was no set up for the horn king and he was just evil and it made you wonder like why is he so evil what what happened to what him happened? yeah um so yeah that's just mm -hmm. okay my next note's at eight minutes and 20 seconds no oh, i have one at six minutes go right ahead um, I love the fashion in this movie. I love the costumes. Oh, agreed. Um, I love all of Corel Deville's outfits. And I love the outfit that Anita is making for Corella. I, ooh, I love everything. All of it. <laughs> I do really enjoy it. It's nice. Okay, go ahead. Okay, eight minutes and 20 seconds. Um, I don't really know why I said this. I said probably because of the thing in your face. Maybe maybe we should play that. Um, I think, oh, it's like Corella DeVille says something about, I can see the spots, and she has like a, I don't know what those are called, those like veil almost like things in front of her face that's literally spotted with dots. I was like, I think that's Oh, oh I know what you're talking about. Um, I'll, I can play that clip, yeah. What's the time, Tim? Eight minutes and 20 seconds. Eight minutes and 20 seconds. Also, just while I'm going here, Corella DeVille's entrance is just amazing. I love her entrance in this movie. It's also oh because it, yes. it's also because it comes right after the kid's line, Desire to Annihilate, then her car pulls up. Uh-huh. Um, it's just, uh, I okay, let's just play the clip. Love it. Just play the clip, Daniel. To see spots. Oh. Too early. Okay. Um, what kind of sycophant would you like me to be? Frederick. I'm beginning to see spots. 
What would it cost us to start again on next year's line? Me? Can we afford it? Well, yes. Yeah, hey, Gabby, now go away. I have to talk to Anita. Uh, right? Like, no. it's funny how, I think it's just ironic how she says, I'm beginning to see spots and like literally she her view that is spots because of that veil. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, I want to find a good line that just shows how wicked she is. Oh, I know what to play. Here we go. 10 minutes and 30 seconds. And I don't know how long I'm going to play this for, so um, be prepared for a long scene. I would like to make one small change. We could do this in linen. It would be stunning in fur. But you'll be wearing it to the chested of trousers. That's in April. Uh, fur would be inappropriate. It's my only true love, darling. I live for fur. I worship fur. After all, is there a woman in all this wretched world who doesn't? Give it to Anita. It is rather amusing, isn't it? <laughs> what is? Well, if we make this coat, it would appear as if I were wearing your dog. <laughs> oh my god. Like, goosebumps. I know, and her evil laugh is, like, perfect. I know, because... Her evil laugh is perfect because it's not just an evil laugh. Like, you can hear, like, how happy she is in it. Yeah. You know? Oh, like, yeah. I love Glenn Close. Like, with all my heart. I love her so much. It really, really works. There's one moment where... There's one moment where she gets so happy, she's literally jumping up and down. And it's, like, so evil. And you just, like... Like, I have never seen a movie where the villain is so evil, like, I genuinely, like, hate them. I've seen movies where, like, oh my god, I hate them so much. But, like, with her, it's like, oh my god, like, I don't know what this feeling is, but, like, I hate you so much. Like, I would love for the next hour of this movie would just be if you were getting beat up. I would, <laughs> pay, money to, I would pay money to see that. Yeah, exactly. And that's why that line is so good, and this movie is so good, and Glenn Close is so good. <laughs> I love it. Okay, what's your next note? Um, okay. Wow. Not until 18 minutes. Okay, well, I got one at 10 minutes. Okay. OMG, I love Glenn Close's acting. <laughs> you can't tell, Daniel loves Glenn Close. Um, my next note is 11 minutes and 30 seconds. Okay. It is adorable. So, Pongo wakes up Roger and, like, does his morning routine for him and brings Roger to the park all pergy. Mm -hmm. Like, he does this every day just to see this dog. I love it. Which is adorable. It's adorable. Yeah, and I, I mean, it really highlights the how your do dog is a man's best friend. Like, yeah, he, just, he keeps him alive. Like, he really does. It's amazing. I love dogs. I love dogs too. <laughs> this movie made me want a Dalmatian. 
Actually, here's a fun fact that someone told me, I don't remember who, but after the original 1961 movie came out, a lot of kids, um, oh, you know what, it was, I think it was on TikTok, because someone, like, asked a question, like, why is Perry the platypus a platypus, or, like, why is Phineas and Ferb's pet a platypus, and, um, it was because when a really popular movie or TV show has a pet, a lot of kids want that pet. When 101 Dalmatians came out, a lot of kids wanted a Dalmatian, and Dalmatians are really hard to take care of. They are really hard to take care of, and they're... I don't know, but I've heard, like, Dalmatians, like, just kind of aren't really nice to kids. Um, they're also just hard dogs to take care of. Um, a lot of kids wanted Dalmatians, and parents didn't realize how hard it was to take care of them, so a lot of Dalmatians ended up in rescue pounds and on the streets. And that's why the creators of Phineas and Ferb chose a platypus, because no one would ever purchase a platypus as a pet. Exactly. Well, I also don't think you can. I think that's illegal, too. They're poisonous, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I guess All right. Um, I have three more notes till we hit 18 minutes. I apologize. Okay. I'll let you have your um, time. <laughs> just, like, another thing I love about this movie is the cinematography. Um, and for people who don't know what that word means, it is how they shoot it and, like, where the camera angles are and stuff like uh-huh. that. Um, I am, like, shocked on the scene with the bike when the dog is pulling the bike. They do it twice. They do it once with Pongo and once with Pergy. Mm-hmm. How do they do that? Like, is oh, the dog right. just actually pulling the bike and is Jeff Daniels and... um? The woman who plays Anita just balancing on the bike while this dog pulls it. That's brave. How is, like... And then the camera is kind of just shooting around it, and I love it so much. That scene was... It made me curious. Yeah, I... You're right. I really wonder how they do that. I don't know how you would... Like, how you do it any other way. not animation, so... Exactly. I don't know. Yeah. My next note is just dogs are adorable. Dogs are adorable. They're adorable. Hmm, they're so cute. Okay, are you ready for my 18 minute note? Nope, still got one more. Okay, This Do it. movie is, this movie I love, I'm not a fan of rom-coms. If you know me, I don't do the rom-com things. The, um, mm-hmm. When Harry Met Sally, Sleepless in Seattle. I don't pretty woman they're not my kind of movies i love this movie like when their dogs met and then when they fell in love because of the dogs i loved that so much it made me like so happy to see that i don't know why or what that feeling was but it was just it made me so happy and i really loved it okay now you can say your 18 minute note (laughs) okay my 18 minute note is the dog hug is so cute the way they like wrap their heads around each other they do a bunch of adorable things like that. Um, yeah, when they're kissing it. the face, what's what I always thought was weird is in the original movie they like kiss, like the two dogs kiss, uh-huh. and it's like, like it's not like what a normal kiss would look like. It's like they both like lick each other's tongue. <laughs> okay. This like, do you remember this or am I wrong about this? I don't remember that, but it has been a while. I. I meant to watch the animated movie for comparison, but I didn't get around to it. 
Um, yeah, but, I wish I had. But yeah, no, I loved how this dog love was more realistic than kissing. Uh, definitely. And I feel like almost like dog choreography, they did such a good job mixing it up. Dogography, I know. Dogography. Whenever, I don't know if this is a dance thing, but this is definitely a thing in theater. Um, um, whenever you have choreography with a different object, you just have the object and that, and then add ography to it. Oh, interesting. So, like, a big thing in the theater is chairography, which is just dancing, like, around a chair. It's chairography. Uh -huh. Um, if you have, like, if you're, like, doing something, like, with books, bookography. Interesting. The movement of the book. No? Oh. But we also don't use props. This well. is true. Oh. This is true. Um, but yeah, no, chairography is a real thing. Cool. Um, All right, I just got the um, I just got ooh. the notification for outstanding drama series. Ooh, okay. We'll have our own little Emmy ceremony right here. Here we go. And the Emmy goes to a show I've never heard of called Succession. Oh, that was anticlimactic. <laughs> did not mean to make it anticlimactic. <laughs> um, no, I. Succession. I'm sorry. I have um I have friends who like are super big into the Emmys, into all the Academy Awards, and like um try to like watch everything that's nominated. Um and he told me that he told me, and I quote, I will legit kill three people if Mandalorian wins. Oh. Which means Mandalorian probably wasn't gonna win. But hey, it won seven Emmys. I mean, come on, like, it's a great show. I gotta watch it. I have to start watching it. I have not seen it either. You haven't seen it. Do you know what we should do? We should watch it. We should watch it as part of the podcast. Ooh, that'd be fun. Like a mini-series, you know? We, yeah, we could do that. Or, like, we could have little, like, ten-minute episodes. That'd be fun. Of just, like, Mandalorian Season 1, here are our thoughts, here are our questions, please answer them. My thing was, though, I wanted to... I had a list of all the Star Wars movies in chronological order not by release date chronological order right and i wanted to watch them all up to the mandalorian and i don't think i got there yet i have like two more movies to watch well mandalorian takes place before episode one no it doesn't i thought it did let me find this photo i what? saved it i saved a photo from the d23 expo i think it was two years ago okay and that's when they were like announcing the mandalorian and disney plus and all that stuff okay Send it to me. I want to see it and put it on the Instagram. No, but like a little 10-minute mini-series where we talk about the the episode Mandalorian and then kind of just like share our thoughts. Maybe we could like bring in someone to come in every week and uh -huh. answer our question. Yeah, that'd be fun. We could do like so the Mandalorian comes after Return of the Jedi. What? Right? Uh I know. So I've watched up to, I think... I've seen all of them in a different order, honestly. I've watched up to Empire Strikes Back. I don't know. Yeah. So I think I only have one more movie to watch. Okay, let's get back to it. Let's, let's get back, back to this really good movie. What was my last note? Oh, okay. I had the next note at 1925. Mm -hmm. I would like to play for everyone. What the music going on in the background, okay? So this is the scene 
where Pongo, Pergi, Anita, and Roger are all are walking around the roundabout on their bikes, and they're like, "No, I'm not looking for. I'm not looking for them. I'm just, you know, looking for the next route to take, right?" And like, they're oh. both clearly like looking for the other person. They're, yeah. Listen they're to the realistic. listen to the band, the orchestra playing in the background. Uh oh. Because uh -oh. I'm worried, like, you expect you to know it, and I no. don't. Okay, actually, um, I don't know what it's called, but I do recognize the song, and Hannah, you will too. Okay. music it's daisy daisy you are my darling blue daisy daisy i'm in love with you i hope you keep that in you know that song does that sound good it did sound good oh thank you i'll keep it in do you know that song <laughs> daisy it's like daisy daisy or whatever uh-huh yeah now that you say that um, on a bicycle built for two. Aww. That's what it's called. And it's like just, you know, a cute little romantic song. And I thought it was cute that it was playing in the background of this kind of romantic scene where they're both looking for each other. And they're biking. And they're biking. Oh, yeah, they're biking. Perfect. Um, okay, you go ahead. Okay, I don't have a timestamp for this, but I said their marriage was fast. <laughs> like they skipped ahead. Um, I so I actually have the same note. Um, just one small. There are two places where I would like to make a change to the movie. Just the script okay. in general. Roger said, "You know, let's let's play the scene where they get married." Okay. Do you want another cup of marriage? Tea. Another cup of tea. Said marriage. Oh, uh, marriage. Yes, that's what you said. I, I mean, you meant to say tea, but it, it came out marriage. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, do you want another cup of tea? <laughs> I do. You, you do? I do. Well, if you ask me. You? It's kind of cringy. It it should have gone like this, okay? Okay. I'm ready. So instead of Roger asking, do you want another cup of marriage? He should have said, do you want to go out with me? Excuse me? Do you want another cup of tea? No, I could have sworn you said, do you want to go out with me? Um, and then she'll say, and then she would say, yes. And then he'd be like, you do? And she'd be like, I do. And then it cuts four months later, one year later, or something like that. Mm, that's amazing. Happened. Amazing. Thank you. You should 
you should be a screenplay writer. This is what happens when you're an acting major. You just become a really great screenwriter, yeah. <laughs> right. I could never. Um, that's so not true. <laughs> yes, it is. Okay, my next note is a note that I did expect you to get. Uh-oh. What's your next note? Not till 27 minutes. Damn it, Hannah! <laughs> that was really loud. Damn it, okay. Hannah. I'm what gonna play the clip for you, and oh, any other Disney fans watching, you should hopefully understand this reference. Uh-oh. It's, it's not a reference to something, but there is another movie that is referencing this. Okay. Zootopia, Zootopia references a lot of movies. They, so, they go to the Panthers' house, and they're like, no. if you do, like, don't... Nope. Okay. Nope. Okay. I... Okay, because my head went nope. to Zootopia. <laughs> no. I am going to play for you. <laughs> oh, no! <gasps> the movie's oh, not on no. Disney Plus. It's on Netflix. Hang on. Let me, I'm going to go on to Netflix, and I'm going to play for you. The scene from the movie it is referencing. Oh my god. Because it is so that obvious. Here we go. Now this area down here is what's called the dark net. A lot of shady characters hang out down here. So try to keep a low profile. God! Oh, he's dabbled in virus making, but it's causing this guy we're gonna go see, Double Dan. This dude is a virus-making machine. Oh, oh, you. Are you sure this is safe? <laughs> is it safe? Of course it is. Just whatever you do, do not look at his little brother. Oh, his little brother? Oh my god, it's on the tip of my tongue, Daniel. Anna, <laughs> Ralph breaks the internet. What? Oh my god. Okay. There's a scene in Ralph Breaks the Internet where Ralph and I are visiting the virus maker, and the green guy goes, Whatever you do, don't mention his little brother. And his little brother is that big, um, the big, um, cyst on his neck. And in Under One Donation, oh. they're like, Don't mention the giant scar on his neck. And the first thing Ralph and Horace do is say, Oh my god, that's a massive scar. I still think it's from Zootopia. It's it's so it's just not um but wreck it ralph ralph Rick's the internet is definitely referencing 101 dalmatians in this scene that was my first thought and should have been your first thought 
Oopsies. See, it can't be from Zootopia because because neither Nick or Judy have met Sanchez. That's the panther's name, right, Sanchez? However, Jasper already knows Skinner. Okay. Moving on. Um, not till 27 minutes. I don't know if my next, if I don't know if that's a two or a three. So go ahead, Anna. What? I have one at 37. I don't know if it's 27 or Okay. Well, you might, you might have the same note. 27 minutes and 10 seconds. Mr. Skinner. No. Okay. Well. He basically kills puppies for their fur. So he, he kills animals skin. for their fur. He killed a tiger. So he skins them. Yeah. Mr. Skinner. Yeah. That made me feel smart. Okay. But you don't see I'm so glad you feel smart. <laughs> You're just like, okay. So glad. Um, Cruella DeVille? Devil. Cruel Devil? Cruel Devil. Cruel Devil. Um, my next note is at 37 minutes. Okay, um, oh my god, I don't even remember what this note was about. I just have 29 to 30 minutes. I feel like that scene was genius. Oh, oh, I remember. They were talking about how, Nanny was talking to Anita about how obvious it was that Purdy was pregnant. That she was, like, eating a lot more and, like, all that stuff. And as she was saying everything, Anita would be doing the same thing. Yeah, I don't like that scene. Oh, that's so awkward, because I thought it was smart i uh, it i didn't mind it i didn't mind the parts where it's like they're eating more and then she would take a bite and then nanny would say like and sometimes she's so happy she just sighs and then anita would sigh i didn't like uh -huh. the faint i didn't oh, like how yeah. nanny went anita you're gonna have a puppy of your own and then she just faints it should have gone something like Anita, and then Nanny, like, gives her a look, and then Anita, like, figures it out, and then mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm talking about the whole back-and-forth situation. I didn't totally mind that. Okay. Uh, you said 37 minutes? Yes. Okay, I also like the scene where they both walk out of the doctor's office, like, Purdy walks out of the, yes. of the vet, and Anita walks out of the, um, I think it's, like, what's, what's the doctor for babies? Like, um, Obtritionist? Anyway. Um, don't know. That was cute. That was so cute. That was adorable. And then their husbands both created them at the door. Oh, loved it. Loved it. Okay. Um, oh, this is on a timestamp. What is it? Okay, I said, I love how in this version, Corella's like the perfect villain, but without making, like, without making it seem like she's not a normal human being in the world. Does that make sense? Like, she's not totally. too out-of-place villain. She seems like... Like, she seems like she's just a really bad person in real life. No, yeah, totally. She doesn't seem like a crazy cartoon villain. Right. But exactly. also, she's not so human we're bored with her. Right. Yeah. Um. All right, my next note... Do you have anything? Sorry. I don't think so. My next note is the baby's adorable. When the baby puppies are adorable. Um, okay, I I could be wrong, but I don't remember much of the original movie. Did they no. only give birth to 15 puppies? I think the original movie might be 17. 
Okay, because I, I obviously didn't know the exact number, but I was really confused about how that. All I knew is that they didn't give birth to 101. Yeah, I knew that. I knew that walking in. I don't. I don't know if it's 15 in the original movie. Hmm. Okay. Do you want me to look it up right now? Um, if you want, yeah. Okay. Let's go to the interwebs and go with 101 Dalmatians, 1961, Wikipedia plot. Later, oh, so in the original movie, her name isn't Pergie. Which, right. Which threw me off. Her name is Perdita. Perdita. Maybe they just wanted to shorten it. I think they wanted to make it sound like an actual name. Maybe, like, more modern, too, maybe? Maybe, yeah. Um, gives birth also, to Also, what'd you say? Per Pernita? Perdita. P-E-R-D-I-T-A. Was, um... Was his... Or, was Anita also named Anita in the original? Perdita, Anita? Anita, yeah. Maybe that's also why it was too similar? I don't Maybe, know. yeah, that's, that's a thought. Um, 15, you're right. So it was 15? It was 15 in the original movie. Okay. Okay. Um, Got it. My next note is, I feel like a lot of action remakes don't do this well. They don't do the scene for scene with the important lines. That makes sense? Yeah. Lion King did it a little bit with the, like, everything the sun touches will be yours. Mm -hmm. But, like, off the top of my head, I can't think of another movie that, like, did that. This movie, 101 Dalmatians, um, Cruella, when Cruella walks in to see the puppy, she, the original movie, she goes, oh, the devil take it, they're mongrels. No spots, no spots at all. And Glenn Close did the same line, and I think it even is, like, a shot-for-shot shot remake of that scene. Love it. That's um, what I'm looking for in a remake. I know. I had a question. Go ahead. Do Dalmatian puppies actually not have spots when they're born? I'm going to assume that's true, yeah. I When I saw it, I was shocked. I was like, wait a minute. They don't have spots. Mm, the devil take it, like, mongrels. They come later. No spots. No spots at all. So I guess maybe they do come later. I don't know. Interesting. Um, looking up Dalmatian puppies on Wikipedia. Yeah. They don't have spots. On Wikipedia. On Google Images. They don't? Interesting. Um, okay. Next note. When is it? It's not an illegible number. Oh. Okay. We'll say it and we'll see. OMG. I love it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help you there, Daniel. It's, it's, I think it's 4148. Let's try that. Okay. I have one at 4039. 40, okay. So go ahead and let's hear yours. At okay, 40, so Corella has gloves on, but there's like nails on top of the gloves. Yes, oh I love really that. Good. I love that. I like it, but, like, it's weird. It's so good. Oh, I know what it was. I would like to play the scene if you don't mind. Do you mind, Hannah? Go right ahead. Okay. This is just Glenn Close's acting, everyone, okay? 
these. They should have arrived by now. on reserve for me. How much would you like? They're not for sale. Oh, you've come into some money, have you? Did you design some silly game that will drive the delinquent kiddies into frenzies of video delight? As a matter of fact, no, 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 I no, have... What Roger means to say is, is that we're not sure we're going to sell the puppies. Anita, don't be ridiculous. You can't possibly afford to keep them. I'll pay you twice what they're worth. Come now. I'm being more than generous. Five hundred pounds. Seven thousand to five hundred pounds. Cruella, what would you do with 15 puppies? Yeah, but that's irrelevant. And you just can't have any because they're not for sale. I'm getting very tired of you, Roland. Roger. Whatever. Take it. Take it. Take it! Oh my god. Oh my god. I I I have to like I'm gonna post that clip on Instagram because you need to see her eyes uh-huh. and just her face and it's just it's amazing. It's so um like you really you you as an audience member have no idea why she wants the puppy so badly or like what causes her to like want fur so much. But like uh-huh. You really like pushed back by that screens take it. It's just like she's so evil in that moment and she's so not human and it's just it's beautiful. Like like you as an audience member don't know why she wants the puppy so much or what she wants so much with fur, why she loves it so much. But you just feel this pure hatred toward her when she screams, take it. Like, you're taken aback. It frightens you. It's terrifying. It's so scary. And I just, like, love that villain realness to someone who isn't super real, but Glenn Close has made her so human and so real. It is. It's a good scene. I like that scene a lot. Um... Okay, I don't have a timestamp on this next note, but I said Jasper and Horace, the um, the actors and like how they dress them, so similar to the original. Yeah. Oh yes, yes. Jasper and Horace, they seem so similar. Ah, sorry, I didn't mean to do that. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Crazy. Okay, I think I know what your next note is. Uh, no, I didn't write it. Oh, okay. So go ahead and say it. Okay, so at 41 minutes and 58 seconds, they're watching the Aristocats, and it's the Everybody Wants to Be a Cat scene. Yeah, and then they change it to a dog, maybe. And yeah, 
then they change it to a dog movie because they don't want cats. I don't know what movie. I think it is another Disney movie reference. It might be. Um, I think you're right. Homeward Bound. It's something with a golden retriever. It is. Is it Homeward Bound? Do you know? I think you're right. Um, I have zero clue. My next note is also illegible. Oh, nice. 42 minutes, 55 seconds. Okay. Oh. 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 Uh oh. So this is the scene where they're giving out all the dogs collars. Oh yeah. And they give Jewel a pink collar. Mm-hmm. Um however, uh Jewel needs a blue collar. Poor K. Because if you look closely at that scene, Jewel is not female. Oh the dog that runs up when they say Jewel, is not a female dog. <laughs> well, I didn't notice, so... Well, <laughs> go back and watch. Because <laughs> it's pretty funny. <sighs> um, 42... Jewel's not a female dog name, either. Yeah, it is. Jewel's a female dog name. Jewel? You would name... Spelled like like a like jewelry jewel. Yeah, jewel. J E W. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. No, not okay. like jewel, like a vape. That doesn't didn't exist in ninety six. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, my next note's at forty nine minutes. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I wrote stop. That's so sad. I'm really not sure why. So, yeah. Forty nine minutes. 49 that's, minutes and 19 seconds. That's when they find out the puppies have been stolen and Pongo and Pergy are, like, sad. Oh, that, because Pongo and Pergy, like, the way they... They put their heads down. The together, like, oh, so sad. It's so sad. You can feel the dog's emotions. You can. I love that about the dogs. They never talk, but you can... You know what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Okay, um... My next note is an hour and nine minutes. Okay, I s forget what timestamp this was. I think it's around 55 minutes. But the scene where all the dogs are, like, barking to communicate to each other. They do that. Kind of drawn out. They do that. Drawn out. They do that in the original. Yes. I remember. But, like, I swear it was, like, five minutes long. It was. I'm, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Um, when I went back to watch it the second time, I skipped that scene. <laughs> <laughs> because I so knew it was just dogs barking. The, um, and then... the purpose of that scene is to show the audience how the dogs can communicate with, with each other and to introduce uh -huh. us to the dogs that will be helping the Dalmatians escape. Right, we, exactly. We, you know, the poodle the poodle mix and the big um, gray and white, big fluffy dog. Uh -huh. I don't know dog breeds, I'm sorry. No, you're right. Um, the poodle mix is correct. I don't know the breed of the other one. That what a sheepdog looks like. Uh, it is. It's a sheepdog. It is. Yeah. It's a sheepdog. Okay. I'll take your word for it. Or a bearded collie. Mm. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> um, at an hour eight minutes and fifty three seconds, I said perfect slaps. Slapstick, I think that's how you call it. Comedy. Mm -hmm. It is really good slapstick comedy. I forget why I said that, but I'm sure. That's the, 
that's the scene where um, Jasper falls through the floor, lands on the pool table, the pool table collapses, and the giant bull's head falls down on him and almost impales him, but the horns land right next to him. Right, and that's it. it is just Home Alone. It is. Which I didn't appreciate. It was really, it was really good comedy. And I'm not saying it was like clearly copying Home Alone. Um, Cause it wasn't like the same pranks as Home Alone. It was really well done, great comedic timing, nothing wrong with it. However, it is Home Alone. It, it's just kind of two guys, one of them clearly smarter, one of them kind of dumb, but both of them are really dumb falling through a house it's just it's kind of a little obvious to see in a movie this time period you know mm-hmm. um i did i did enjoy it i did laugh um when he slipped and fell into the pond and then froze that was funny yeah and when they oh, when they it was weird that he like completely froze is that humanly possible no <laughs> okay i didn't think so also the scene where they electrocute themselves Oh god, I, I have a note about that. I love how I love how the first time like the dogs like jump through the little gap in the fence and that is uh-huh. that gap is wide enough to fit a human and they don't notice it and they're just like we're gonna climb on top of logs and just like jump over it. Which first off their plan, the way they were planning on jumping isn't possible. Like yeah, stand on this stick one leg out and jump. They're literally, it's like that invisible box challenge, you know, where you, like, put your yes. foot up and jump. With it. They were literally yes. gonna do that. And, like, the only the only options they had were, like, to just literally leap over it. If, if it were me, if I was in that scenario, I would have taken one of the logs and I would have just smashed the fence. Mm-hmm. Or I would have taken one of the logs and I would have, like, placed it diagonally on the fence and then just, like, built a ramp. Some common sense over here. Yeah, exactly. Or go through the gap of the fence. Yeah. Okay. My next note is an hour, nine minutes, Home Alone. Ooh, why? Because it's Home Alone. I just, I just said... Oh, because we just talked about this, right? We did, yeah. We did. Okay, I don't have a note until an hour and 12 minutes. I have one in an hour 28. Oh, okay. Wow, it's like, it's really my turn. It is, I know, I was... Oh, okay. Um, it's basically about how he froze. I was, I said, haha, true frozen moment. I know. Oh my god, you're the worst. You're the worst. And then I said, lucky is not so lucky. <laughs> He's not, is he? No, he is not. Um, yeah. Um, okay. And then, when did you say an hour and 28? Hour 28. Ooh, I have two more notes. No, no, it's an hour 29. Two more notes. Okay. Um, an hour, 26 minutes, and 10 seconds when they are getting electrocuted. <laughs> yeah. The facial expressions they make. The fact that the little, like, lightning bolts keep happening after they walk away. <laughs> and they're, like, shaking. They're, like... They're electrocuted and like sure they're not dead, but like they might as well be. Like they don't do anything else in the movie, and they're just like, oh thank God, police, we can like rest in jail now. I know they were so happy. We <laughs> so happy. Um, my next note. Do you have anything else before an hour? Oh, one more. Okay. An hour, twenty-seven minutes, and thirty-eight seconds. Now I know how you Anytime. feel when I have all the notes. <laughs> Anytime the animals like do something to. 
I guess turn away, Corella. Their little laughs, everything with captions on. So it literally says animal giggles. That's so hilarious. Cute. I love it. I love all the, there's a scene. It's probably my favorite scene where the raccoon has the hat and Corella turns around and goes, mm-hmm. darling, red's not your color. Mm-hmm. I want to play that. Love it. Can I play that? Do it. Yes, please do. All right. Poor little thing. I'm going to cut you off, then cut you up. <laughs> Darling, red isn't your color. Give me the hat. Give me the hat, or you become a hat. Give it to me! I love how he gets, like, so mad at this raccoon. Like, he's so determined to get those uh-huh. frogs, and she literally just ends up screaming at a raccoon, and it's just, like, I love her acting in this so much, because she's screaming at this raccoon, and it's so real, and you, like, feel how real it is. And you're, like, like, I can relate. Like, if I was in that moment, if I was her, I would do the exact same thing. I would scream at this raccoon for wearing my hat, and I would threaten it. And it's just, uh-huh. I love everything what Glenn Close does in this movie. I love. I we love. love. We stand. Did she win an Oscar for this? Let's see. Oh, good question. You won Dalmatian. Oscar. Okay. You won Dalmatian. This is a Disney classic. But neither made a splash at the Oscar. Oh. Um. Not the first one or this one. Wow, that's that's surprising. Um, Golden Globe nominee for Glenn Close. Okay. And uh, yeah, no, it didn't win a lot. Uh, wow, it won that's a nice. it won a Glenn Close won a Blockbuster Entertainment Award. Okay. Um, but yeah, nothing. It says that honor went to 102 Dalmatians. Did this sequel get an Oscar? Ooh, really? That'd be odd. Um, it was nominated for costume design. Okay. Interesting. But cool. It didn't win, but it was. There we go. Yeah, okay. but it was nominated. Okay. Okay. Um, my next note is an hour twenty nine. It was not the raccoon hat. It was another acting note of Glenn Close, of course. Guys, I don't know if you could tell, but I really like Glenn Close in this movie. <laughs> you didn't know already. This is just when she's yelling at sheep. It's just another like beautiful like she's not given up but like she's like physically she's like in a state of like you should just give up and she's just not giving up and she's so i i was just so like into it and i was so invested in her like i didn't want her to win but i wanted mm-hmm. to see more of her you know yes like exactly. again that's your exactly hatred it. like 
desire to annihilate. Like, I wanted to see more of her just so I could see her get tortured. I love <laughs> that monologue. I don't know why. It might be like a little too late to like fully explain, but I love the the passion that she has mm-hmm. and how she inhibits this villain so well and so much like the original movie and also like brings herself to it and brings a little bit of humanity to it. But it's still very cartoony but it's not fake yeah it's so it's just it's perfect it's perfect and how she just like feels superior you you can sense like how she knows she is she knows that everyone is inferior to her and like you know that she's wrong, and uh, I don't know how to explain this. I hope you guys are trying to understand what's going on in my brain. I hope I'm mm-hmm. explaining this clearly. But, like, she just, she brings so much to this. And, like, you get so much about who she is without needing that backstory. Right. Yeah, that's a great way yeah. of, yeah. That's exactly, yeah. You understand who she is, what she wants, how she feels. And how she feels in comparison to everyone else, even these farm animals. And yet you and you don't need like a backstory of why she's evil and why mm-hmm. she loves fur so much. Um also that line, you you may have won the battle, but I will win the wardrobe. Yeah, I loved it. Okay. Okay, when's your next? An hour fifty-six. I'm sorry, that's not possible. This movie is only an hour forty-four minutes long. <laughs> is it an hour 36? I don't know. Maybe. Let's see what's at an hour 36. What's the note? Real question mark. Well, I won't have them chewing up the carpets. Barking at all hours of the night. Ah. Uh. <laughs> oh, it's a question about the video game. Oh, is the right. video we game is the video game real? I've never heard of it, so I don't know. It looks really good. It looks really well done. It looks really real. Yeah. That's my last. Okay, back to the I love the spotted. House. The spotted house is so cool. I love the spotted it's house. Oh, cool! They have so many dogs. I would love to I live know. with them as their child. I you know. Too. You could really um, just like, where do they all sleep? Oh god, I they have like their own separate house, honestly. <laughs> right. The spotted house was for the dogs. Um Roger and Anita actually live a half mile away. 
Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, and my final note is I really enjoyed this movie. Oh, my God. I love this movie so much. It was amazing. I loved it, it so was, much. The, it was really just what I needed this week. It, um, honestly. Yeah. It, it needed to win an Oscar. I wish it did. Yeah, no. Um, definitely recommend this movie. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. If you have seen it, go watch it again. Yeah, it's... I'd never seen it before this, and I'm surprised because it was really good. It was so good. I, after I finished watching it, I like really considered watching the second one. Mm-hmm. I really considered like I would love to see more Glenn Close at this moment. Yes. Um. Okay. Well, I'm really excited to spin the wheel. Oh my god, the wheel. Okay. So I don't know if I told you, Hannah. But the wheel, I found the website for the wheel has some custom features. Right, you did tell me. Where I can change the ticking sound, the applause sound, the trumpet sound that happens. Um, So I changed some things and we're going to spin. I also added the new movies of August and a little bit of September. So here we go. All right, Hannah, are you ready to know what we will be watching? I'm ready. We landed on Xenon Z3. So that is the third movie of the Xenon trilogy. So we'll be watching the first Xenon. Cool. I've never seen it. I haven't seen it either. I'm excited. All I know is it's considered the first decom. Oh, love it. So excited. It's not the first decom, though. I think like the first real decom is... Uh, it's a well, they didn't start calling them decoms. Right? The first Disney Channel original movie um, was a Halloween movie, a mummy movie, I think. Oh. I don't know, but yeah, we'll be watching the first Xenon. Yep. Cool. Awesome. Okay, I, I guess I'll see you then. I will. Um, Bye, Daniel. There's nothing else to talk about, really. I don't think so. Okay. Okay. We did it. Wow. It only took an, an hour and a half, but we did it. We got it. Okay. Better than last time. This is such a good movie. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Disney Talk with Daniel and Hannah. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys for listening to Disney Talk with Hannah and Daniel. All the clips from this episode were made and owned by the Walt Disney Company. The theme song was created by Jacob Slyker and the cover art by Sarah Fleischman. Bye.